Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss my how the weeks fly when you're locked down episode three of richie firth travel hacker i'm richie firth and i hack travel hello chris Hello, Richie. Um, you appear to have slowed down a little bit. You sounded like like we need to replace your batteries. What? When I spoke? No, no, no. The speaking was fine. It was the. It was the. I tell you what. This bit now in isolation without the music sounds like this. So you see what I mean. I, I don't know what you're about. <laughs> That's better. That's much faster. That's excellent. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I've got up to the right speed for you. How's your week been? <laughs> it's been it's been all right. I feel like I'm speeding up and slowing down. But yeah, no, no, all good, all good. How about you? I've travelled all over the world. I've seen lots of interesting people and places. Just sadly, it's all been in two dimensions. Uh, Rich, we've had a little bit of reaction to uh, the Terry's chocolate lemon. I think you owe me £100. <laughs> That's being taken out of our Patriot fund. Right? Okay. Anyone anyone who's joined as a Patriot, OK, thank you very much. We'll come on to you lot in a minute. It is appreciated. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, the £100 fine for the existence of the Terry's chocolate lemon, OK, which I will hold my hands up. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought lemon chocolate? Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to apologise. But yeah, hundred pounds. That you take it out of that, mate. I don't want an apology. I just want the cash. And yes, I will take it out of that. <laughs> uh, if you would like to become a patriot of Richie Firth Travel Hacker, uh, you can go to cockpatriot.com/slash travelhacker. Yes, yes. 
You see, I'm embracing it. Three episodes in. What is interesting about it, though, is if you listen back to it, it now sounds like you said cockwobble in the middle of that, just really quietly underneath your own voice. Cockwobble? Yes, I think that's what you said. Uh, so, should we start by uh, bigging up the Patreons now? Do you want to, or do you want to get straight into a hack? No, let's uh, let you, look. They paid for it, so uh, <laughs> they deserve to be uh, in first class, right at the front of the train. Uh, Joshua, thank you very much for coming on down. Oh, I've got a little bit Leslie Crowther. Uh, uh, John has become. No, that wasn't Leslie no, Crowther. No, that was, it wasn't, someone was it? very different. I think. I think you made that mistake in the last season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, John has become. Joshua has become associated with that noise that you just did. Apologies I'm, to Joshua. Joshua, I'm sorry. Uh, John is a brand new Patreon, as is Andrew, as is Keith. Elizabeth is. She's a lady. It doesn't just have to be men that pay for this. What? (laughs) Michael is a brand new Patreon, as is Stephanie, another lady. Or is it? You can get men that are called Steph. Okay, so so I don't know why the men didn't get called out. Oh, he's a man. But yet the ladies did. There's something quite weird about that. No, it's not weird. I'll tell you why. I've been looking at some of the analytics of this Travel Hacker podcast. Oh, gosh. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. So to see that there's women paying for this, that's why I was surprised. Elizabeth, Stephanie, and any other of the 15% of the audience who are women, thank you for being a part of the experience. <laughs> Uh, I actually said to my wife, I said, how many of this audience do you think uh, are men? And uh, she went, I don't know, 90%. So um, she, <laughs> she, she overestimated it. Anyway, let's get down to hacking. Stu Wilson writes, uh, this uh, is Stu. on Twitter, but actually uses words, which is good, unlike some of the, uh, the brief messages we received last week. Which method of London transport is best to get around all the professional football clubs in the capital? Time, not a factor. Finance would be. Would want to include stops for flapjacks and tango. I love it. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Right, a few things to deal with here. Uh, season one of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. You can go back, go back through all the old episodes if you've joined us, you know, halfway through all this. Uh, season one, uh, we hacked the London Overground. We attempted to set a world record for visiting all London Overground stations uh, in as quick a time as possible. And in that episode, or three episodes, I seem to remember, it was. Um, we first stumbled across Tango and Flapjack uh, as the chosen drink and snack of uh, this podcast uh it was due to be rubicon at one point but they snubbed us anyway what would be the best way to consume tango and flapjack while going around london's football grounds first of all what we've got to do is establish what are london's football grounds this should be pretty easy to agree uh clubs not grounds agreed so in in uh, so first thing for me then that rules out wembley stadium Agreed. Okay. Uh, so, I have decided, obviously, various football teams have existed at different times. Some have been relegated. Uh, some are not in uh, good places at the moment. I have decided, for the purposes of this, don't look at me with those wild eyes. I think we should only look 
at teams that are in the 92 professional divisions? I disagree. <laughs> Stu who are you, doesn't. Who Stu are you doesn't wanting to include. Stu doesn't say the top floor four divisions. He clearly doesn't say that. He says, and I quote, all the professional football clubs in the capital. The capital, he means London. Mm. The professional football clubs means a club that employs footballers professionally full-time, in my but, mind. But then all of a sudden, we're going around all sorts of places like Sutton United and Dulwich Hamlet. Who's going to want to go around there? Okay, for a start, um, Sutton United, yes, full-time professional players. Dulwich Hamlet, no, they don't have a full-time professional squad. Right, okay. I've done my research, Rich, as I assume you have as well. I've done my research after I'd made a ruling in my head that we were only going to do teams from the Premier League, the Championship and League One and League Two. So tell me what other sundry teams we're now having to add. Sundry teams? Um, so the teams that I would include, I think you're not up for including, Rich. Uh, Barnet. Correct. Wildstone. <laughs> Right. Who are also a National League side at, at the moment. Yeah. Um, Sutton United. Yeah. Who you alluded to. And one other non-league but professional club, which is Bromley Football Club. Right. So there's four professional football teams there that where we immediately have parted. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go through my list and you can interject uh, with your part-time achievers uh, as and when you want i'm still interested not just in your route but in your stop-offs thank you very much i've started uh at west ham uh because it was the easiest place to finish as well and we'll come to that so uh here's my teams okay west ham united tottenham hotspur chelsea arsenal crystal palace fulham Brentford, Millwall, Queen's Park Rangers, Charlton Athletic and Leighton Orient. They are London's Hang on, did you say Dagenham and Redbridge there? No. Dagenham and Redbridge. Were there another non-league outfit? Oh, they back down in the National League. I've got no time for that. They're, they're, They're also a professional club on my list. So I've started at West Ham because the list I've just given you uh, is going to be the route that we're going to take as well. And we're going to finish off at Leighton Orient. So then at least if you've parked your car somewhere and you're doing this on a car, then at least you're going to end up back at the right place as well. So we're going to start at the London Stadium, home of West Ham United, was home of the Olympics. We move off to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, then the Emirates Stadium, then Loftus Road, then Griffin Park, although I think it's a new one now and it's called the Brentford Community Stadium or something or other. Craven Cottage, Stamford Bridge, Selhurst Park, The New Den, The Valley and Brisbane Road. Okay. Do, do you have any information then on the total distance, how long it will take and also what mode of transport? Yes, I do. So the total distance uh, is 52 miles. Okay. Uh, That's quite a distance. Mm. Quite a distance, I thought. Uh, Depends how you do it as to how long it would take. If you are going uh, in the car, going by road, first of all, what a dreadful decision. Why would you want to do that? (laughs) Okay. You're driving around London. It's going to be awful. You know, it's going to take away all the joy of what you're doing. So let's rule out the car. Let's also rule out the taxi, because if you're going to go for 52 miles around London in a taxi, um, you must have just won some competition which has guaranteed you a lot of money, uh, because you're going to be broke. 
or you're you can't really think of what that competition might be. You, you, have you got some kind of contractual obligation that you can't say the lottery? All right, the lottery. <laughs> the pools. <laughs> You've just done the scratch card, yeah. The, I'd love it. That'd be great if it was the pools. You could link that with all the football teams that you're uh, going Loads to go and visit. Loads of home draws. So I think uh, you're either, if you're talking about a mode of transport, because you could walk it, but that would take a long while. So I think you're really looking at the bike or public transport, okay? Mm. Uh, a bike, you're looking at around about five hours. Five hours to do the whole journey. And being that you're only cracking open a can of Tango and consuming a flapjack, trust me, I'm going to do flapjack quicker than I am Tango. Five hours, I think, is an achievable time for that 52 miles. The best way to do it, in my opinion, is a one-day travel card. £12.60 for yeah. a one-day travel card to use the train and mostly the tube. Uh, although some of these uh, non-league sides in South London that Chris are chucking in, you're not going to be able to do on the tube. It's going to make the whole thing even worse. So I would suggest this is how you complete this hack. You start at Stratford. Take the uh, overground. Take uh, the Greater Anglia line uh, up to Northumberland Park. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the home of Tottenham Hotspur uh, for this particular hack. Uh, then you would uh, make your way to Seven Sisters Tube Station from Spurs Ground and take the Victoria Line down to Finsbury Park. A uh, little stroll uh, down from Finsbury Park to the Emirates Stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, then you are getting back on the Tube to make your way uh, round from King's Cross, once you've gone down there on the uh, Piccadilly or the Victoria Line, uh, round to Wood Lane on the Hammersmith and City line to get off and walk to Loftus Road, home of Queen's Park Rangers. Once you've been there, uh, then make your way back on to the district line and down to Gunnersbury, uh, which I think is the closest ground to Fulham for yep. Craven Cottage. Back on the district line. Up I love to Craven Cottage, by the way. Oh, it's great. That's, like, that's outside of my own home allegiances. That's a pretty special stop-off going to go a little bit niche here craven cottage uh home of fulham their address is stevenage road okay historic football club uh fulham uh part of their ground historic they've got a cottage in it all right so it's really ancient but it's on a road stevenage road that is named after a new town built in the 1960s as the uh uk government built new towns uh, for all the baby boomers after the world war uh so that's weird isn't it you've got a historic football ground on a road name that's named after a new town is it named after a new town or was there like just once like lord stevenage you know of wherever and both are named after the same person. I don't think you'll find that there's a Lord Stevenage. That's not a very, like, you know... You, you, you're not going to have, like, a, a Lord Crawley or a Lord Harlow or a Lord Wellingarden City. OK, so, the last one of those I agree, but the previous two, I, I, wouldn't, I would not rule that out. Lord Harlow? Yeah, that sounds pretty... I don't think so. Back on our journey. Putney oh, Bridge. Oh, it means the stiff oak, Stevenage, that is. Madam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Putney Bridge, 
home of Stamford Bridge, home of Chelsea. Uh, then Selhurst uh, on the um, overground for Crystal Palace. Then mm-hmm. South Bermondsey on the overground uh, for Millwall. Uh, it's really close to the uh, line into, uh, into London Bridge, actually. And then back out from London Bridge on the overground to Charlton. OK. And then from Charlton? Uh, then you're uh, back to Lake Norian to get your car okay you kind of you didn't mention or at the start you just kind of assumed that we'd know where you were going at the end there well because you've left the car there right okay i i know we've got differences in our rules and what we constitute for clubs yeah but why have you missed one of the league clubs what one wimbledon <laughs> Look at your face. How have I done that? <laughs> you... Oh my god, Rich. There's no there's no excuse, is there, for taking them out. There's no excuse. And that means all my timings, mileages. It's all it's all gone tits up, mate. Costings. Ah, <laughs> oh, bloody it's, hell. It's a disaster. Where's uh, hang on. Work with me here. No, don't work with me. Just allow me to work. Where am sure. I going? Where, where, where on the route am I chucking Wimbledon? Overground, underground, Wimbledon free. I'd suggest Richie when you're dicking around. <laughs> Royal <Common>. <laughs> I would suggest when you're dicking around on the district line, just on Fulham Broadway, then get down to Fulham. Not Fulham, Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Oh, man. I'm reading from that. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. You know what? The worst will be the Wimbledon fan listening to this. Who Who's is been also... listening to the last 12 minutes. Why did you not say earlier? We might have had a Wimbledon fan that's about to become okay. a patriot. Okay. I, I, I say this. Did you not just notice before I pointed Wimbledon out? I was like, where are we going from Charlton? I wanted you to clarify that you got to Orient at the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. So that was the window where I needed you to make a point i didn't know for example that you weren't going to say <laughs> and from there we go to wimbledon because it's so nice and we'll end up in a nice place i didn't know that you weren't going to say that oh dear um i officially have a better hack than you go on then uh because for a start i have incorporated all the professional clubs in some ways the route isn't that different rich mm-hmm because um, I think my route was pretty good if I had included Wimbledon. It's 107 miles, Rich. Oh, um, wow. So I, I start at Dagenham and Redbridge because if you don't know that, that is far east, east London. It's sort of my neck of the woods and it's yeah. miles away. I went from there and I, I, I my mode of transport was bicycle, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's me and B, yeah. because if you already own a bike, it's even cheaper. Yep. Um, so from uh, Dagenham and Redbridge to Tottenham, Tottenham down to Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient down to West Ham. Yeah. West Ham over to uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Arsenal up to Brent um, to Barnet. Yeah. Oh, hang on a second. Did you say Brentford? Yes. Oh, you did say Brentford. Okay, fine. Uh, Barnet. Don't try to catch me out another time. <laughs> no, no, it's fair enough. That's fair. Enough. Uh, from Barnet over to Wildstone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Ryslip Way. Uh, Wildstone yeah. over to Brentford. Yeah. Brentford over to QPR. Yes. So this is not a million miles from the way you were doing it. QPR down to Craven Cottage, over to Chelsea, down to AFC Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Uh, from AFC Wimbledon, straight further down south to Sutton United. <laughs> Sutton United across to Crystal Palace, 
yeah. just a bit across further to Bromley, straight north to Charlton Athletic, and then back inside to the Den at Millwall to finish there. Um, I did think about stop-off points along the way mm-hmm. as well. So a couple of options for you, Rich. When you're at Barnet, it's actually mm-hmm. quite rural around there, parts around there. So that, that's a nice potential stop-off. There's some nice quiet roads around yeah. there. Uh, Fulham was a good stop-off on the Thames, somewhere like that. A nice place to stop, grab a pint of Fuller's beer or something. Well, I, or equally, you're going to find some beautiful sort of like uh, pastry shops on the, uh, totally. on the King, King's Road for like, you know, high-end flap chai. A flap chai, oh my god. But then if you don't want a high end flapjacks. Yes, no, I, I I understood you immediately. Um, <laughs> um but then I did have one last thought for a, a final stop, because it is a long journey, you're burning a lot of calories cycling, and I thought as you're going to Crystal Palace, I was reminded of the London Overground journey that we did. Yes. And I thought if you're heading to Palace, it's only a short detour to Ainley where we first bought our tango and flapjacks. Oh yes, that would be great. I, I would, I would love to go Ainley again. <laughs> I need to go back and listen to that guy correcting us again. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's like my little audio comfort blanket is to go back to <laughs> that friendly but slightly crazy man. By the way, lads, it's uh, it's not Ainley. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! And I think he said, "Did he say it means pig farm?" Yes, it did. It did. That was where it all came from. They used to farm pigs anally. Here's an ad break. By the way, uh, uh, thank you very much for uh, those uh, commercial messages. There, uh, thank you very much uh, for the uh, the adverts and also for the uh, the patrons who uh, paid at the weekend for a very nice Thai takeaway. No, they didn't. They paid for our tickets from Dublin to Derby via Douglas as we look to book a ferry to Haitian. Now, Rich, this is very important. We are not spending a penny of that Patreon money yet until we have booked that ferry ride. And I thought I would... Because, you know, we, I think we finished the call pretty enthusiastic about it last week. And I subsequently have been on their website... Mm. It is not a passenger-focused service. It is very much freight-focused. I said at they, the time. I said at the time. This is a this is a truck ferry. This so is, we'd, we'd we'd have to hire some kind of flatbed truck just to get on it. They do take some limited passengers. Yeah, actually. So that is that. I think that is an option. But fuck me, it looks tough. there was a uh, fella who uh, tweeted us uh, since the last episode um uh what were they even called hang on i have to turn back to my notes uh sea truck ferries yes that's it yeah he tweeted us a picture uh saying hello from uh, dublin picture of the sea truck ferries i don't know whether it was coming in or coming up but, (laughs) but wow You've really got to want to go to the Isle of Man or over to Morecambe uh, to use that. We are going to spend eight hours bouncing, mate. It's... <laughs> you were up for it in that bunk last I'm, week. I'm still, mate, I, I am not backing out. I'm in. We are doing this. I would love as many people to fund Richie and I in an eight and a half hour bunk up between <laughs> Dublin and uh, Haysham, hopefully stopping at Douglas along the way for and our uh, three guinea in a day. Three. Is it possible to do uh, a pint of Guinness in Dublin, 
Douglas and Derby in one day, thanks to Sea Truck Ferries. That is what your Patreon money will be spent on. Not on Thai takeaways. I did have a Thai takeaway at the weekend. I funded it myself, all right? But your Patreon money is going to go on the 3D Guinness Bonanza. If anyone can get us from Morecambe to Derby, that would be... (laughs) If anyone wants to volunteer themselves to help us do that, that would be most welcome. Hey, well, there was a bloke last week who was on that hack. What was his name? Uh, Mark. He travels from Ireland to England. That was the oh, whole point of us finding it. So he could do it. Yeah. Okay. Mark, Mark, Mark if, you're, if, you're, if you're up for helping us out here, look, this is, this is on. This <laughs> is on. Right, Chris, let's have another hack. This comes in from uh, Duncan Steele. Uh, what is the single longest bus journey you can make in the UK on a normal bus, not a National Express type one? And what, which for American listeners is a Greyhound? Um, and what are the best places to break the journey on that route so I can go sightseeing? Right, um, Duncan got a really good answer for you here uh not only will you be able to see some great sights uh this is a factually correct answer chris i mean unless you've got the same answer as me uh let's play a little game how long in miles do you think the longest bus journey that you can do in the united kingdom is right i think we both have the same answer here because it's quite long and quite impressive. Mm. So I'm going to guess, Rich, 230 miles. <laughs> <laughs> to the mile, my friend. Uh, yes, 230 miles. Seven hours and 51 minutes uh, you could be on that uh, service. If you get the quick one on the way back, seven hours and 28 minutes. Great. He says quick in inverted commas. Uh, we are talking about the 915 Scottish CityLink bus service from Glasgow to Ig on the Isle of Skye. That is the longest bus journey in the United Kingdom. Does it stop at, at Loch Aylort on the way? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, but it does pass Loch Lomond, um, which is beautiful and of all the scottish locks loch lomond is the one to go to loch ness may well have your monster and is internationally famous but loch lomond is the one that is absolutely beautiful uh, so you're going to want to be taking pictures of that you might want to get off at the glencoe ski center uh, and go for a ski and take some pictures at the top of the mountain you may go during the summer and just go up there for a bit of a hike you still get some good pictures. Uh, you may remember uh, back in the day when BBC One, at the beginning of their TV shows, had a floating balloon globe thing at various different locations. Do you remember that time, Chris? Vaguely. You may want to go and visit the castle uh, that uh, featured in some of those uh, beginning of programme things with the, uh, the floating globe. Uh, that was called Dorney Castle. And that is a stop that you can take uh, on the 915 Scottish CityLink. Uh, you may want to go to Kyle of La Calche, uh, which uh, is used to be the stopping off point to get onto the Isle of Skye. Uh, now there's a bridge you can just drive over, but there used to be a ferry. I did it because we had a family holiday there once. Oh, OK. 
So you're quite familiar with this part of the world. So you're saying Very it's familiar. A, so you're, it's a long, it's a long bus journey. Yes, it's a a beautiful uh, part of the world. I get that. I mean, I that's really nice. Um, can you just let me know then how much this regular bus <laughs> service costs? <laughs> yes, I can. Okay, so if you were to go on a bus in London. Uh, I think it's around about £1.50 for one bus journey if you're using your Oyster these days. It's a little bit more than £1.50 to go from Glasgow to Uyck. Uh, it's £47. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's 7 hours and 51 minutes, yeah. but it is indeed £47. Duncan was saying he wanted to find out a proper bus mm. journey, but didn't want to find out about like a National Express coach service. Obviously, you're on this for a long time, 7 hours 51 minutes. So it is a proper posh coach. But I would definitely consider it a um, a bus service because I've got the timetable here, okay. And some of the stops they're like they're like every every three minutes. Yeah, they're like proper bus stop stops, aren't they? They're like proper bus stop stops. Uh, I'll I'll, lo- uh, I'll I'll list some of them here. Lus Village A eighty two northbound, Inverbeg Hotel, Tarbet A eighty two at the hotel car park. <laughs> Ard Louis Hotel, Sloy Power Station, Crean Larrick Hotel, Bridge of Orkey Hotel, Onik Post Office. <laughs> I mean, these these are actual bus stops. So this isn't some kind of National Express driving for half an hour and then swing into a bus station somewhere. You literally are stood waiting by the side of the roads, probably with a beautiful mountain beside mm. you, Chris. When the Patreons keep on coming and funding more uh, more episodes of this wonderful podcast, mm-hmm. this is another hack I'd love to do. Because there's a hack here, all right? Scottish CityLink may have this bus service. It may be the longest one in the UK. But what's quicker? Travelling from Glasgow to the Kyle of La Couch on their bus or Glasgow to the Kyle of La Couch on a train? Because it is a stop on the National Rail Network. I'm just going to guess train. I don't know. All right. Because we should do it as a hack. Okay, I'm in. I'm up for it. That's the second proposed hack for the for the, uh, for the the brighter future we're looking forward to. Here's what we do. We go up on the bus, we come back on the train and stay overnight at one of these bus stop hotels. Oh, brilliant. And get absolutely steaming. <laughs> my wife listens to this no i mean and do research for the next day that's it gosh i miss a drink up <laughs> i just drinking so boring now it's really boring isn't it i can't be bothered anymore i've stopped we found a way of doing a virtual travel podcast i don't think you do a virtual drinking podcast that's not going to get us through it is it no no it's not enough can i give you a little tidbit rich yes um I also, as part of the research, I was interested to find out where else in the UK had like super long bus journeys. Here's a, uh, there's, there's a there's a London journey, um, and that is a regular bus that is nowhere near as long, but it's it's quite grim. So I thought I'd point it out. Okay, I'm it's getting the on the TFL website right now. It's the X26 from Heathrow to Croydon. Oh. <laughs> um, and it is 24 miles long takes two and a half hours on a good run and uh basically is a pretty depressing way to get from heathrow to croydon 
or the other way around it goes through kingston that's all i can see for starters but wow that is um x26 from heathrow to croydon why would anyone want to go from heathrow to croydon i guess if you uh go to heathrow airport yeah and you live in croydon fair point i guess more the question is <laughs> shouldn't have been that complicated Rich. <laughs> why would anyone want to go from Heath- to heathrow from croydon to get out of croydon basically yeah well, look, we need to fund that £47 bus fare from Glasgow to Ig. Here's an advert. It's a pretty good ad, that. It was a good ad. Except if you experienced just three seconds of silence, and then uh, that's pretty depressing. <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to have more faith in our advertisers, Christopher. Okay. I firmly believe there will be an advert there. If you didn't keep telling our advertisers to go fuck themselves, we'd probably have a few more. I only told Rubicon to go fuck themselves, and the comments still stand. Right. Anyone else is no. free to advertise. Rubicon, okay. We, we offer a new package on the show where you sponsor just me. <laughs> you can go on the bus to uh, Ig. Sure. Right, Chris, I think we have time for one final hack of the night. Yeah, and the and afternoon, the day. After that, we've got to do Gretchen's letter, though. Have, we, have you seen the time on the, uh, on the countdown? Look, this is not fair. Come <laughs> on. Next week, then, put Gretchen's letter first, and we might have time for it. But we've, we've gone on. If you hadn't done all those non-league football grounds, we'd probably have had this time is, for Gretchen's this is, letter. This is not, if you hadn't made the mistake of not putting Wimbledon on the map... <laughs> Gretchen, we're really sorry next week. Uh, hi, Chris and Richie. My friend and I had a recent argument about how to best get through the original Super Mario games for Nintendo 1 to 3. Straight play through all the levels at warp or warp at every chance. Best, Josh. Is this... Wow. Um, <laughs> what wow. do you mean, wow? This is a Travel Hacker podcast. This is not some console podcast. He's asking us to Travel Hacker video game. The, tr- the journey through the game he's asking us to hack it for him no one has ever asked us to do this before the reason nobody has ever asked us to hack a computer game before is because this is a podcast about journeys about real life yes (laughs) super mario is not real life people really play mario and they they really go on a journey through it there are a compendium of games podcasts for them to go and find. This is not the place they're going to find that answer. Okay. Uh, I don't think you're a Super Mario Brothers fan, are you? I've, pl- I've done Mario Kart. Okay, same characters, but very, very different game. The, you know, all the, right, I'll try and answer it, and then we can, uh, then we can all move on, all right? Uh, go and find that Black Bullet thing. That seemed to get me really quickly around the Super Mario Grand Prix. So go and find that to get through the, the levels one to three. There you go. Right. Okay, that's not a hack. Okay, Richie, you've been doing... We'll, we'll review it in a minute, yeah? That is not a hack. And Josh, I want to apologise uh, from the show to you. Like, Richie and I, and neither of us are massive gamers, but I do think the no. fact that you asked us to hack something that you know we physically could never do, I find conceptually really interesting. Particularly when you talk about Mario Brothers 3, where the whole world is mapped out in really quite an intricate way. Um, one, one and two less so, but I still think that that's pretty interesting. So you're talking as if you're a gamer. 
I, well, I was in the 80s and 90s, like when these games first came out. Like, I love Mario Brothers 1 to 3, Super Mario Brothers 1 to 3. And If these games first came out in the 80s and 90s and he's looking for a quick way to do it right now, well, I mean, he's obviously shit. No, no honestly, they, these games live on. Like, I, I still have. I've, I've got like a, 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 a new mini SNES, a newish mini SNES, and I still play like uh, some of these games. Some of them, I play Mario Kart, I play Mario 3, and, and, and sometimes you want to hack your way through the worlds as quickly as you can rather than try to score as many points as you can it's a thing like um on mario land on the game boy it used to be how quickly can you get through the game like you know because once you've completed it a couple of times you'd look to do new hacks you know like richie if you were trying to get from uh, woolwich to arsenal as quickly as you possibly could mm-hmm. once you had done it one way you'd start to try to add new elements to the journey maybe as a part of the competition and and this is exactly the same I think you're being ever. Is he family, this bloke? I have no idea who Josh is. <laughs> but Josh, I like you, though. I think you've been a little bit too accommodating for him. I, I, I'm not saying you're without a point, but I do find it conceptually interesting. Like, the idea, for example, like, what if someone who was a fan of, say, a big fantasy, um, like a Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, they, you know, they're quite, they have quite a lot of maps. Yes. And what if someone was to say, you know, can you find me the quickest route to get from the Shire to Lothlorien? Or, no. you know, or as in the final season of Game of Thrones, how they seem to manage to get from the north to the south all of a sudden really quickly, whereas it took weeks in the first season. I reserve the right to pivot, okay? <laughs> and if someone had came in with a hack uh, about the... Um, the Seven Kingdoms, yeah, um, and and hacking their way from various places around that, I'd be all over that like Flynn. You'd be all over that like a Dothraki herdsman <laughs> with a <laughs> yes, with I a would. Khaleesi in tow. Here's a question that you need to answer carefully: If I was a character from Game of Thrones, yeah. who am I and why? Oh, you know, it's bad. I'm not going to go with my initial thought because it's cruel. Um, no, oh, we all want to hear that now. Let's think. Uh, it, it would have been Joffrey, but um, let's move on. <laughs> um, you prick! <laughs> 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 okay, your 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 headstrong. Yes, extremely high set of moral values. Thank you. This is better. Um, destined to go about things the wrong way. You are Daenerys Targaryen. Wow. Okay, so I make it right up to the end. Yeah, I mean, you, you still get burnt to death quite... Is that how she died in? I can't even remember now. <laughs> yeah, she did. Her own dragon, I seem yeah. to believe. Yeah. Cool, there's a spoiler. Sorry, sorry, guys. It, it's, <laughs> imagine... a re- it's a really bad last scene. You don't want to watch it. <laughs> imagine if you found out about the end of Game of Thrones on a travel hacking podcast. Oh, you'd have to look at your life. <laughs> But but please do become a Patreon. Please do become a Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash travel hacker. Good. I slowed up again there, didn't I? <laughs> you, 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 you peaked and then it was <laughs> yeah. 
uh, or you can email us at travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. I got that one right. Or you can tweet him at producer Chris if you want it to be a secret from me. Ooh, secrets. Or you can tweet me uh, at Richie Firth. <laughs> okay. These are all ways you can get in touch with us. If there's somewhere you want hacking, a journey that you want hacking, as we get ourselves ready for the end of the pandemic, uh, we vaccinate, then we vaccinate. In fact, do it the other way around. It's more effective because we will get out there again. But if you want us to hack a journey that you want to do in your little mind, a virtual hack right now, get in touch in the ways that I've just listed. Bye, Daenerys. (laughs) I'm off to go and have some chocolate lemon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.